Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 68 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Jessica Gabriel from Golden Sunless Tans in Athens, Georgia. She shares her story and how just over two years, she's built a very successful and stable business, really leveraging her local community there in Athens. She was born and raised there, went to school there, and has gone back there after some traveling. And now she spends her time building her business and serving the community, in addition to leveraging her network there at the school as well through the University of Georgia, which is obviously a huge and public university. I think she said there's over 40,000 students there. So she's gained some exposure to the sororities and things like that, obviously a little bit different now during COVID. However, she is looking forward to when things get back to it. So she really talks about marketing her service, how she markets it specifically to her ideal clientele, and she knows who those people are and they know who she is. So through her successful word of mouth marketing, she's found a very successful business and found that that's the best way for people to find out about her. Nowadays, obviously, she said she's also being found online a little bit more based on her website. She did build with Happy Tans, uh, not meaning to kind of pat her own backs, but now she's populating at the top of search engines for people that are searching locally. But she said nine out of 10 people do come to her through word of mouth, which is great. I mean, she's providing a wonderful service and really going above and beyond for her clients. So Jessica, thank you so much on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tans community for joining us on this episode. I'm excited for everybody to learn a lot from this episode. As always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and the only website builder built specifically for sunless tanning salons and sunless tanning artists. Our website are ready to go SEO optimized out of the box. Yes, that means you will be found on search engines. Over time, you will show up. Most of our websites rank at the very top of the search engines. Just go to our website page and check out the real examples of sites actually ranking at the top of the search engines. We're extremely proud of that. Sure, other website builders say they come with SEO stuff, but that means you have to figure it out on your own. We do all the work for you, and you just have to go in there and change a few things. It can have a professional-looking website up and running in a matter of minutes, really. It can take 10 minutes or less to build it. I've done it before. So check us out, www.happytans.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for you to meet Jessica Gabriel and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jessica Gabriel from Golden Sunless Tans in Athens, Georgia. How are you doing today, Jessica? Hey, Grant. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Excited to hear your story, learn more about you and your business. So thanks so much for taking time out of your day for this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let me open up the floor for a minute. Please take a moment to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, how you got into the industry, a little bit about your business or whatever else you want to share. We're, we're open to, we're all ears. Yeah, sure. So I, um, back in 2017, I, there was a series of layoffs at my um, corporate job. So I kind of was lost and, and I kind of just decided to take some time off and travel and kind of decide like without any expectation of myself um, what I wanted to do. So I was traveling out west, um, Washington, um, different parts of California and a little bit up north like in New York visiting friends and it just seemed like in these 
bigger cities that everyone kind of had a spray tan, like boutique style spray tanning on, you know, kind of every corner. It was really kind of everywhere. And we didn't have that really in, um, in Athens. So I was like, that's really cool. And Athens is a college town. Um, the university of Georgia is here. So, um, I thought, wow, I could, I could do that and open that there. So I thought about it a little bit and then came home, started researching. And as I'm sure everyone knows, it can be very overwhelming when you start <laughs> researching. So I was like, what, like, what do I do now? How do I figure this out? So I guess I Google searched, you know, training or something like that. And I came across the spray tan class, um, training. And so mm -hmm. I flew back to California and took that training and then came back to Athens and started that in early 2018. I started kind of playing around and stuff. And then, um, I would say I got more toward the mid part of 2018 was when I really kind of opened for business, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So how's business been for the first couple of years? Minus, minus COVID, I should say. Yeah. So I started mobile. Um, and that was, it didn't go, I guess, the way that I thought it would. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, it was good, but you know, you quickly learn that you are spending even here where we don't have nearly the amount of traffic that, you know, other bigger cities do it, you know, you learn very quickly that you're giving up tanning time to drive. Um, yeah. so, and, and another thing was I thought people would like to be more pampered in their homes or they would like the convenience of me coming to them. But more often than not, I found a lot of people who maybe weren't ready for their tans or still needed to hop in the shower or <laughs> their children were running around crazy or they felt like they had to apologize for their house not being clean or the whole, I don't know if it's the whole Southern hospitality thing, but everybody was just very like wanted me to stay forever and like have a glass of wine, you know? <laughs> so yeah. um, anyway, it was fun, but it, I kind of grew out of that quickly. And then I went to um, a gym, a women's only gym here in town. And um, it was actually a girl who we were in the same sorority in college and we reconnected and um, she was the head trainer and owner of a women's only gym here. So she asked me if I wanted to spray tan out of like the locker room there. So I did that for maybe four to six months. Mm -hmm. um, and that helped a lot having a location. It was really close to campus and kind of a central location here in town as well. So that helps kind of get awareness, get new clients, and then, you know, cross referencing or um, getting Promoting, referrals from, yeah. you know, yeah. the gym. So that was nice, but it was um, a boutique style gym. So it was a little smaller and the, the locker room was very nice, <laughs> but it was small. So <laughs> I would have to, you know, have the tent and like break it down and put it up, you know, every between every single tan. Um, mm -hmm. Just like, doing, back back. just like you were doing, just like you were doing mobile. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, then grew out of that and then I moved to a studio. It's like on a, a hallway of suites. Yeah. Like a solo and at salon. First, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a lot of different, um, businesses on 
on my hall, as I say, like I'm in a dorm room, but mm-hmm. um, there's a whole lot of different businesses there. There's a couple recording studios, um, like a brewery nearby, and then several other beauty people in the same hallway. So that's fun. Yeah, um, that, that's a good place to network, cross cross promote and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So at first I moved over there and I was sharing with, I was sharing a suite with a lash and brow artist. Um, so that also helped both of us. We were both getting started at that point. Um, I actually just found her on Instagram and reached out and said, Hey, want to be friends? <laughs> and so <laughs> we met for coffee and then we ended up sharing a space um, for maybe six months. And then um, she has since moved out of the space and has hired a few people for her business. And she's still in the same hall as me. So we're able to um, cross promote as well. So that's, that's where I'm at now. Wow. So lots of, lots of changes in just a couple of years, but it sounds like it's all good. All good yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so um, interesting location. The college towns are obviously always interesting and there's such a, such a good opportunity, especially when it's a university like Georgia, because that's a pretty, that's a huge, I, I don't know the size, but I'm assuming it's a massive uh, amount of people that go there. <laughs> yeah, it's like 40,000 students. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, yeah, so that's such a big opportunity there, and I'm sure you found some some ways to, to market in that. We'll get to that in a little bit, but first I want to talk, I want to touch on a couple of points in your journey so far, just in the first couple of years. Uh, I'm sure that you can relate in, in, in being in business. There's ups and downs, there's highs and lows for sure. Uh, first off, I'd love to talk about the, the lowest point in your business so far, just to give people kind of perspective into what it's like to run a business. And then after we, after we have the little Debbie Downer moment, then we can talk about the best moment so far. Yeah. So I would say the lowest point was when I started getting, I feel like I had been in my studio for about six months or so. Um, and so I decided to plan a Valentine's day party for Valentine's. Uh-huh. And I think this came from our group, like our sunless Evo group, the idea of like bring a friend and you, you both tan for the price of one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, a, like a like yeah for friends fly free. I think that's what Jimmy called. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought decorations and snacks and all the stuff for this Valentine's Day thing. Had all these different people cross promoted. I mean, it seems like there was a ton of interest, and one person showed up. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so you took all this time, all this money, energy, and then that that happens. Yeah. So that was probably the lowest, but you know, it was kind of just, you know, you get over it and and move on. And it was really funny because I think people thought it was more successful than it was because, you know, later people were saying, I'm so sorry, I couldn't make it. It looked so fun, (laughs) I guess, because like I had pictures of what the studio looked like with the decorations, you know, but um, so maybe just even having content to put up was, was helpful in that way. But that was, that was pretty sad. Yeah, that is, um, that's hard. It's one of those, like, it's one of those kind of like gut punches, right? That, that you, some people can take, some people can't. So, I mean, you, what, I mean, from the positive, what did you say? Like, Hey, I got extra content and information to have. I know this didn't work. We can do something different next time. Is that how you looked at it? You know, it, what it really showed me was that it's not about the money. So what I mean by that is you, 
can offer people a hugely discounted rate, but if it doesn't fit into their schedule or if they're not interested at that time, they're not going to go. Yeah. But if they need one, you know, it's tan for another reason or an event, they're going to make the time and pay the money to do it. So that yeah. kind of showed me, it was kind of a mindset sh shift of like, yes, you want to do everything you can for your clients and you want to be available and you're very appreciative because they're the people who keep you in business, but right. also don't forget like what you bring to the table and don't, you know, undervalue yourself. Right. That's very true. And I was just having this conversation with somebody earlier. Naturally, everybody is selfish. There's no way around that. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's mother Teresa, like it, not to be mean, obviously, but everybody is selfish to some extent. It's like kind of the survival instinct that we have. So uh -huh. like you said, if it doesn't fit in their schedule and, and we see this all the time in the tanning industry, people don't show up for their appointments. They don't respect everyone's time. Like if you don't take a deposit, they might not show because it doesn't matter to them, but you might've shifted your whole day for that one appointment. And like you said, if it doesn't fit in people's schedules, it doesn't. But um, that that's, that's a good lesson to take from that because I feel like so many people would take that as like a, a gut punch, so to speak, and just say, you know, that was, you know, they just start questioning everything or this, this isn't working out. How I expected I invested all this time and money and it didn't work out. But instead you looked at it uh, half full rather than half empty and said, okay, what did I learn from this? And you were able to extract that lesson from there. Oh, for sure. I was like, Oh, this is great news. They don't care if they get it half off. They don't care if they need to bring a friend or not. They're going to come anyway. If it's yeah. in their schedule, let's go. <laughs> yeah. 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 No more discounts. Forget it. I just saw this conversation, another group, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook spray tan group today about the uh, discounting and people doing 15 or $20 tans. And just like, I was like, you should never lead with a discount. That's not the kind of customers you want. You know, you need to have the kind of unique selling proposition, whatever that may be. How do you set yourself apart? Is it the certification you have? Is it the products you use? Is it the technique or the, all the add-ons and extra additions that you have? So, um, there's different ways to lead with that, but let's, let's look at the flip side of that. What is, what has been the highest point or best, best moment so far in your business? Oh man, there's been so many. Um, I was telling you earlier, I've had the opportunity to spray a celebrity. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was, you know, just kind of an out of body experience. So that was, yeah, that was really fun. I was able to help Jimmy out on that one. And then, yeah. um, I don't know, I think just, hearing people recommend me people that have never even come to me. Yeah. Um, like people will send me screenshots of, you know, different forums or groups that they've seen me mentioned in before. And, you know, I've never tanned that person, but they, they know someone who's tanned with me. So they just kind of building that reputation and it takes a while. I mean, this is from 2018 until mm -hmm. now. And, I mean, before COVID hit, I was really, really busy. So, yeah. you know, it. you hear people say that when you start, you know, patience or it takes this long and you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. I can, I can wait. But then when you're in it, it seems like it's dragging by and then all of a sudden it does start to happen. And that is when you feel like your patience and hard work paid off. So that's yeah. been kind of like the getting to see that all that come to fruition has been probably the, the highest point.
Yeah, that's awesome. I could see that out-of-body experience happening. Like, oh, is this really me here with this person, whoever it may be? Obviously, it's it's got to be an, uh, an interesting and kind of unique thing to be part of. Uh, thanks to Jimmy on that one for sure. And I'm sure you were very grateful for that opportunity. But I love the point you made about the the ability to kind of, you know, it's, it's really like delaying gratification, I guess, is one of the ways to say it, right? You have to be able to you have to be able to not eat that marshmallow and get two later, you know, it's that kind of like mental test that you have to do with yourself. It's hard. Like you said, when you just start out and you're, you know, so everybody's like, Hey, it takes time. It takes time. But when you're in it, you're like, when is this going to happen Do you this time mm-hmm. tomorrow or like next Monday? No, it means like you have to wait six months or 12 months. Right. So there's so much to consider with that. Uh, and so, you know, it, there's just a lot to it, but being able to, weight on that and and to kind of have that happen is is a great feeling i'm sure um for you even two years down the road right i mean it's two years still isn't that long to some people for you it feels like attorney i'm sure but some people just starting out they're like two years i can't wait that long and some people have been doing it 10 years and they're like oh that's that's it two years that's great so there's a lot of perspective obviously drives a lot of that as well right yeah it's the long game versus the short game for sure and i knew that there were several other people in this area that had maybe not had the patience to do it just through comments I would hear from other people like, Oh, I, I knew a girl who used to do it, but she, she stopped or I knew a girl who did it for six months and she stopped or, you know, of course I don't know what each individual situation was, but that was just a, a theme I was picking up on um, through talking to different people about it. So um, sticking with it, I think is, is, is key. Yeah, it is. And like you said, long game, short game. Some people are in it for the short game. If people are heavily discounting stuff and just kind of learned, uh, started overnight, it's it's more than likely they're not in it for the long game, right? So we know that. Um, and just, you know, it's something to put in perspective with that. And like you said, too, it's like you just have to be patient with it and, and wait for it. And, you know, you, you're obviously in it for the long game, so you're fine with that. And it's part of it. It's kind of part of it. And, you know, during those slower times too, you can capitalize on that and use it to do so much more if you can, but it's easy to kind of get down and say, Hey, I'm not busy enough. I don't have enough clients. I don't have enough. What do I need to do? You know, you can easily go down that spiral as well. Mm-hmm. For yes. sure. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear that. It's, it's always good to get referrals from somebody like that. Yeah. I mean, recommendations from people and stuff. It's always nice to get. It just kind of is like the ultimate compliment, right? Especially I guess if people haven't even been to you, which is crazy, but if yeah. you have that good of a name in the, in your, in your market, then that's, that's great. Uh, that's really, really good to have. So, uh, so how did you, so you started and did mobile. How did you get your first paying client? Do you remember? Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's like a tie between two people. So, like, I, I can't <laughs> two remember. Two clients which one at was, once? Okay. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I can't remember which one of them was first, which sounds terrible. But, um, yeah, it was it was some people for a, a beach vacation. So, some people I knew before. So uh, okay. So, it's worth, uh, so, through your network, basically. Yeah, and but they paid, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like? How did you? I guess a, a better question would probably be: How did you initially start getting traction? Was it like uh, online somehow? I mean, you said you don't do it before we started. You said you don't do a lot with social media, and a lot of people really rely heavily on that. Do you remember? Did you go to like a sorority? How how did that work? 
Yeah, so I actually did do the sorority that I was in. Um, and that definitely helped because I had like 50 girls over like two days. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so that helped. But when I, when I started the business, I decided even though I was in a college town, I did not want to market myself or price myself at a college targeted audience mm-hmm. because I mean, they're not here four months of the year. And okay. also I'm glad I did that, you know, now that COVID has happened, because even though they're quote unquote back, they're not having any, not having any of the events that they would need TANS for. So um, I would say it's just really been, it's been word of mouth for me. Um, I personally believe that spray tanning is kind of, it's a very private thing. And it's also, it's come a long way in the last few years. And if people have, only seen that episode of friends where (laughs) Ross gets too orange. You know, that's what people always say. Am I going to be orange? Am I going to be orange? They don't know that you can get a good spray tan. So until they hear it from one of their friends or see one of their friends, sure. They're not, I mean, you can do all the advertising you want, but until they have heard it from someone in real life that they trust, at least around my area, that has tended to be the case. Um, they need to hear it from someone, mm-hmm. see it in person, and then they're, they'll be willing to either try it for the first time or try it again after having a bad experience before. So, yeah, it's almost crazy. And sorry to cut you off. It's almost crazy. We have to still lead with the, uh, you know, you won't be orange thing. It's like, has that not been replaced yet with these tens? Like people really can't tell if it's a good spray tan. You can't even tell that it is a spray tan. Oh, so. I know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny. Shows you how bad it takes or how long it takes to kind of remove that. Uh, that's actually something to keep in mind. If you ever have a, an experience or have an issue with like a client or something to always do right by them. Cause if somebody says something bad about your business, you know, heaven forbid it could happen right even if you're even if you weren't in the wrong just always be on the forgiving side um i I hate to say the client or customer is always right because they're not always right but you have to do what you have to do uh so that's something to keep in mind right because you don't want that kind of negative connotation out there (laughs) with one for sure that happens so word of mouth is huge always the best always always will be the most influential thing uh you know it's just about how do you spread that some people use referral programs and things like that do you do anything like that or is it just like hey i i take care of my people and they they love me and you know support me so i don't have any official system that i do um i like to surprise people so if it's their birthday or sometimes i just do it randomly like i'll either take care of a tan for them or charge them half price um or if I feel like someone has sent me a lot of people, um, like I, I cross, um, what is the word you keep using? I don't know why. Cross, I can't remember. cross prom- promote. Cross promote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I cannot remember that. Wow. That's okay. Um, cross promote with a couple estheticians here in town. And mm-hmm. so if like, I'll reach out to one of them, if I haven't seen her in a while and she will have been sending me a ton of people. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, Hey, thanks for sending all these people, you know, next time it's on me, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have an official system. Yeah. 
Well, even if you don't, you're still leveraging it uh, by doing that and just taking care of people. At, at the end of the day, it's what it is. And, and some people do the punch cards and all these things. A lot of people don't want to keep up with that, you know, whatever it is. And yeah, I try to do the same thing. If somebody does a referral, you know, you just take care of them or give them a month for free, whatever it is, right? Um, depending on mm-hmm. the business that you're in. But that's a good way to just show that you care for them and are thankful so that they'll keep doing it, right? You have to keep it top yeah. of mind. If, if you just take advantage of it, then eventually that well is going to run dry. So make sure that you uh, reward or, or somehow thank those people for what they're doing for your business. That's important to do. Um, but yeah, word of mouth is great. And, you know, you put that in, in line with uh, just having an online presence at all, whether it's on, on Google or Instagram, Facebook, or all the above, just making sure that's consistent. You know, people are talking good about you. You should have good reviews online. Um, and obviously have those kind of plastered everywhere on, on social media and things like that too. So that's really, uh, really a good way to do it. But word of mouth is, is great. If you can keep spreading that way, then keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to have the other things. Um, I mean, you need a website. You should get the happy tans website. If you don't have it, <laughs> it is the easiest, most, the cleanest, easiest thing to use. I love that. Thank you, Grant. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, you need a website, you need Instagram. I mean, you know, you want people to tag you on Instagram. It's kind of like the biggest thing for me. Um, so you do need those things, of course. Yeah. But um, most of my target audience is not like huge on like Instagram. Yeah. Because it tends to be more, other than students, tends to be more of like late 20s, um, early 30s, young professional um types of women so they aren't very you know social media savvy (laughs) yeah yeah and it's good I mean that's a good point because you know your audience I tell everybody this it's like uh, if you want to attract that clientele then be where they are you know where your clients go to them they're not going to come to you just magically Um, so that's important to know Uh, obviously before you kind of jump into that that you know who's your client avatar your ideal client who is that person it's good to know that so you can figure out where to invest that time and money on the uh, marketing side of things. So you said pre-COVID, I guess you said you're going to be really busy. Have you gotten to the point where you've considered or brought on any help or is it still just Jessica? It's just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like to say I'm a very woo-woo person. I do a lot on feelings yeah, and like my gut feeling what feels right. And it just hasn't... Um, Nothing has presented itself yet that felt right, hmm. but I'm totally open if it does. Sure. Um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm not really that far in, in the big scheme of things, you know, a couple years. So um, if something does happen, that's great. Um, but I'm not actively seeking that out. Sure. Yeah. Especially with the uncertain times now that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. So it's always, it's interesting and probably really challenging for a lot of people in the industry because those, those three or four months and and everybody's busy time is going to be a little different, but that typically April through June, July ish is really busy for people. So to have the additional help then is great for you. It might be different because you're near uh, UGA, but the, to have the additional help, but how do you find somebody just for that short amount of time, right? No, somebody wants some kind of job security, not just a temporary thing. So that's a challenge, but you might be able to find some, once, once that point comes, I'm sure you'll be able to find somebody, especially if you operate off your gut instinct a lot. Right. And there's the whole issue of making sure that person is, 
you know, good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trustworthy. Good. You have to be good. Yeah. Have good bedside manner, I guess, for lack of a better word. And there's a lot to take into consideration and they're going to be under your name. So that that's important too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Jessica, if you had to pinpoint one thing that you've done extremely well so far has led to like the, the most growth in your business or expanding your clientele, what would you say that one thing is? Oh, one thing. Mm. I feel like it really helped me when I joined Sunless Evo um, because I was able to get on there and read other people's questions. There's a variety of skill level on there. And when I joined that, I was maybe like at intermediate. So mm -hmm. there were still some, I guess, beginner questions, you know, I may have had, and then some advanced things that maybe I hadn't even thought about yet. So to be able to see what people were talking about, interact with them, you, Jimmy, get like tips and tricks um, and becoming friends with some of the members in there, um, and just getting certain suggestions just through conversation mm -hmm. with, um, some of the girls in there. I, I mean, it has been things I still do now that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I never did that. Mm -hmm. Or I can't believe I never thought of that. Or what would this be like if I didn't do that now? So that really was big for me. Um, so the Sunless Evolution group has been great. Um, maybe other people have other groups that might help them as well. But that one, um, that has been a big one for me. Sure. Yeah. It's always good to get around other people. Like you said, it just kind of like gives you a better idea of <laughs> what, what other people are doing just to bounce ideas off of, you know, and it's, or you just see things that spark new ideas in your, in, you know, your mind or things that'll work for you. And there's probably other people that are in college towns. You might learn some stuff from them. They'll probably learn some stuff from you. So there's always so much to learn from other people, right? We can always be learning. Right. Yep. 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 So that's, that's a great thing. I, I would, I would say from hearing what you've said so far that you're probably obviously good at spray tanning. That's, that's kind of a moot point. I would say you're, you're definitely good at that, but I would say that your customer service and the way that you treat your clients probably I would think has helped you grow just based on what you've said in the word of mouth, uh, you know, marketing that's, that's happened around that. So I would say that's probably been a huge, huge driver for you as well. I, I think you could probably second that too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, at first you're, you know, it was probably six months before my hand quit shaking when I was spray tanning people, <laughs> you know, but you have to go through all that. And you have to remember that you're the expert in the room, even if it's your first spray tan ever, because they probably have never done one or trained themselves or done the research or whatever it is that you've done. So, um, you know, at first it is, it's very nerve wracking, but yeah. once you go through all that and you make the mistakes and you learn and having that, that group of people kind of behind you, like with the sunless Evo thing, yeah. um, once you become the best, it's like, you just, there's so much confidence that comes with that. Yeah. Like you said, and it just, it's like your clients know that. So then you can be yourself and they know they're going to get a really good tan. And then you become friends with your clients and you look forward to your conversations and you yeah. become a therapist to people and all these things. <laughs> I've heard that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. it's um like you said, it's the, the customer service part. Like once you really get good, you can, 
you can do those things for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Great point. And you know, there, you're not going to, you're not going to stop that hand from shaking. Like you said, the nerves until you just jump into it. So I'm, I've talked to and met so many people that are, are hesitant or are doubting themselves. And I'm like, just do it. Right. It's not the end of the world. You're going to figure it out. You know, you, you've trained and feel confident. And I know it's easier said than done, but you have to jump eventually <laughs> to get there. right. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's, there's no overcoming that. Like the first time you tan somebody, I still remember the first time I did it and I didn't know what I was doing. And it was like, wow, this is really weird. Am I far enough away? Am I too close? You know, and I don't, I don't tan a lot, obviously, but uh, I just remember the first time I think it was 2011, I guess when I did it and I was like, what am I doing? Uh, And, but it worked out. It still turned out fine. You know, I'm sure there were some areas that were needed work, but you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. So. Yeah. What is it? They say being an entrepreneur is like, jumping out of an airplane and building your parachute on the way down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to jump. It. I'm thinking of, I think it's Steve Harvey when he's talking about this interview and he's like, you just have to jump. You just have to jump. You got to do it. So yeah, so true. So true. So uh, Jessica, a little bit more technical questions here. What type of uh, equipment and solution do you use? I use the Apollo. I think I have a mini mist and a maxi mist. Okay. Yeah. The little guy. Yeah. That was what I used mobile. Um, mm-hmm. And then, the other one is what I use in the studio. It's a bigger one. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot more powerful. So it, the tan does go on a lot better than. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the bigger one's called. Cause they changed it. Um, I'm going to look real quick. Maxi mist is the other provide people always get this confused, right? Oh, okay. Mini mist is Apollo. Maxi mist is a company called Maxi mist. They, I think they just named it that. So, so that uh, people would think of it. Was it like the echo Two mighty mist? That's what it was. Maybe the bigger one. <laughs> it's like no, a big I, box thing. Isn't all it? I really know is no, it's not that big. Um, okay. But all I really know is it's Apollo because I recently for the first time had a part break. Oh, no. <laughs> started freaking out. Oh, yeah. um, but it was easily replaceable. Okay. So okay. it was, yeah, I had to well, look they, that up online. They keep changing names. So it could be something different, but um, which, you know, then that's that Apollo's the I think Apollo's one of the best and there's only two or three in you know, a Fuji of Maximus Apollo so that's uh-huh. good and and what type of solution oh gosh I use so many okay what are <laughs> um, what are your two or three go-tos I guess because I know a lot of people are doing this and mixing they're becoming chemists in their own uh yes. salons. <laughs> so I use lavish uh-huh. um unfiltered and Norvell the most okay yeah three Obviously, Norvell's been around for a while. Lavish has actually been around quite some time now. And then uh, Unfiltered, kind of newer-ish, I guess, but a really good product. A ton of people were talking about them, and Carla has done a great job there. So, Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, great products, great products, obviously, uh, for sure. Um, you said you went through the spray tan class training and certification. Did you go through any others? No, just that one. Okay, and then you just jumped in. Yep. Just started trial by fire after that. That's awesome. That's the way you got to do it. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, Jessica, before I ask this last question, I just want to thank you on behalf of myself and the entire Happy Tans community for spending some time with us here on this wonderful, what is it, a Tuesday at 5.50 Eastern time. I appreciate your time. Um, I know it's, uh, it's always great to connect with people, especially somebody that's been, you know, use the happy tens website, which was great. I honestly didn't even know that when I asked you to be on and then you were part of some of those Evo. So I didn't know that, but it's great to connect. I just want to thank you for your time. Uh, if anybody has questions for you, where's, is there a best way to find you or reach out? 
Yeah, Instagram at Golden Sunless Tan. Okay. Okay, awesome, Jessica. Well, the last question is, if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? I would say know your your basic things that you're going to stand behind, but also be willing to be flexible. Know the things you're going to stand behind, but also willing to be flexible. Right. Okay. Like when I first started, there were a couple people who they had no experience in spray tanning, but they were saying, your prices are too high. Your prices are too high. <laughs> and I was like, no, I know what goes into this, you know, at this point. And, um, I was like, you know, I want to attract a certain type of clientele and, you know, I, I didn't want to do 15 and $20 spray tans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was something from the very beginning that I just knew and it's certain marketing that I've done, um, not putting certain photos up, um, yeah. because of, again, the, the target audience that I was yeah. going after. So showing tan lines or double zero in bikinis wasn't <laughs> what I was going for. Yeah. And those are just two examples of things from the very beginning that I knew I wanted my business to be like, Yeah. um, but you know, other things be willing to be flexible. Um, of course. And it's okay to change your mind about certain things. Not everything is set in stone, but the things that you feel strongly about stick with those. Yeah. I love that. It's so true. It's, it's one of those things where like, you know, if I'm going to go get a trainer, I want somebody that's in shape. I don't want somebody that's not in shape. Right. And that, that's no knock on the person. I don't know. Maybe they're a great trainer, but you just kind of take it. Like you don't want to take advice from people that don't have experience in the actual thing that you're doing. And it's easy to get discouraged. It probably, you know, it probably like rocks you a little bit, right. It knocks your confidence a little bit. And you kind of think about it. Um, I still find myself doing this all the time. I think everybody does. It's kind of like a self self doubt, maybe kind of thing. So, but it's, uh, it's easy to get distracted by that stuff. Uh, it's good that you weren't, um, obviously that's, that's great that you're able to kind of hold steadfast to what you believed in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and then, like you said, the whole, what you're marketing for the double zeros and all that. Like, I think a lot of people still miss that, right? Stock photos, pictures of bikinis in the sun, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas like, if you can, you know, spend a couple hundred bucks, do a real photo shoot. You could see this, the people that are doing the real shoots they put up and then you can just reuse those photos on social media, on your website, everywhere. And then it actually looks like it is your work. It's real people. It's not these models. It's not stock photography, right? And all that little, those little things go a long way. Cause that, that speaks to the people that you want to attract. So that's a huge thing to, to take away from that. Yeah. And do a good job and real people will tag you and yeah. you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And, and it sounds like you kind of go above and beyond that really helps spread the word. It helps people like recommend you when they don't even know you because they probably heard so many good things and all that, that stuff goes a long way for sure. Just take care of people and do right by them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. It's been, it's been awesome to get to know you a little bit better. Um, I won't say go Bulldogs, but no, I'm just kidding. Yes, you should. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But I, it's, it was, it was so great to have you on. Thanks for uh, your time and, and everything. And we look forward to following your journey. I know you're only a couple years in, but, but lots more to come for you. A lot of, a lot more good things I know for sure. 
Yeah, Grant, thanks for having me and for everything you do for the Sunless community because it's uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, it's my pleasure. I enjoy it. I, I love every minute of it. I I wish I could do more. I pro- I'll find some some way to do it. Uh, that's, that's very kind of you to say, but thanks so much again for your time and I'll chat with you soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, bye-bye.